The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. You are about to embark on a journey. It is hardly awesome. So how's your uh, how's your record organizing going, dude? Oh God, I, you know I was thinking about it this morning. Like, I'm like, is that accurate? Like, it, I, so I have eighty. It's like eighty. What was it? Eighty six pages, I think. God damn, eighty six pages of what? What do you mean? I have a I have a log book. I have a catalog book, like and a physical 80, copy. Yes, yes. And there's three. You're a lot. You put three per page. There's eighty six pages. Um. And I did the math. Front and back or just front? What do you mean? Like, are you logging one side, turn the page, and log the other side? Yeah, but there, but it's like a book, Chris. Right? Each no, I get is- what you're saying. So now <laughs> when you call it pages, are you calling front and back one page? Or are you calling no, I'm calling it by the pages? goddamn number on the bottom of the page. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Well, I want to make sure. Who knows? Yeah. You could have just meant that you do front and back, but you call it one page. <laughs> I get you. Well, I get you. I get you. What? Chris, Nothing. You're, you know you're, Chris, you dude. He's just got to make enough. things more complicated than they need. You haven't been up long enough. Dude, I've been up for like fucking 15 minutes. Exactly. You haven't <laughs> been up long enough, motherfucker. <laughs> We've been to Did breakfast. We've recorded a segment already. No, actually, I went to... I, I actually got up at... It was like 9.45. Yeah. I, well, I got up at 9.15, and then I said, I can go back till until 9.45. Uh, <laughs> I, I took Tula out, and I was like, man, I'm hungry. I'm never hungry when I first wake up. Maybe because usually I wake up later. I don't know, but I was starving, so I decided mm. I was going to uh, be an adult and uh, cook breakfast. Eat some, sh- eat some shrimp chow mein that I had left over <laughs> from the night before. Nice, dude. Breakfast <laughs> is Trev, champions. Trev's still living that college life, dude. <laughs> no, no, no. Are you a breakfast yeah. eater? Do you typically eat breakfast breakfast foods? Because I know we've gone out to breakfast, like when we were. I out love. Mass. Here's here's my here's my philosophy about breakfast. Breakfast sets the tone for the day. Bingo. If, Very if you true. Have a, if you have a bad experience at breakfast, your day's fucking ruined. <laughs> exactly. That is why exactly. I will never go. I will never go on a date for breakfast Ooh. unless I'm like unless I really know the person because they could ruin your whole goddamn day. And you've already and you been on a couple uh, dates already. Yeah. So if you if you if you go on a date at night with somebody and it didn't go, doesn't go as well. There's the, the redemption thing there. It's there. Yeah, there's redemption there. Yeah, right? you like, still maybe, got time to go to a strip club. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. Maybe next time, you know, hookers, hookers, <laughs> yeah, is low, You know, but like it's like, but there's like, all right, maybe next time, you know, we have dinner, it will be better. You know what I mean? Like maybe they had an off day. Yeah. But if you have breakfast with somebody that for a date and it goes bad, like they're the reason why there's an off day. You know what I mean? Like, see, I wouldn't like. I'm going to go get breakfast for someone I've been seeing for a while. I wouldn't consider, like, I'm not going on, like, a third date to get breakfast. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. People do it, though. And those people are fucking weird, dude. That's why I don't hang out with people like that. Are you the kind of person that has the same thing for breakfast every time? Like, that's your go-to breakfast, or do you change it up depending on what you I have a, well, you know, I have a place I like to go to for breakfast, but I I I make breakfast, too. No, I don't, I'm not the same thing all the time, but I do prefer, like, 
protein over sweets for breakfast, you know? Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. You know, I'd rather have eggs than uh, – sometimes I'm like, oh, man, give me one pancake, and I'll have like three, four bites of it, and I'm like, all right, I'm good. But like I can't like – yeah, give me a tall stack and have that be my breakfast because it's just too sweet, you know. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm the opposite. I do the sweets. I'm the I'm French toast. I'm fr- I love French toast. I love. I'm the sweet syrup. enough. Oh Jesus! <laughs> um, I'll take waffles, Belgian waffles. I'll take pancakes. I'll you know what I mean. Even when I did eat other stuff, like I liked scrambled eggs too. I mean, that's how I take I take my scrambled eggs. I'd have the bacon with it, but I'd always I never did the toast. I always did like. Like uh, one yep. or two pancakes, pancakes with, with the scrambled eggs and the and the bacon or sausage, and I ate the sausage links, sausage patties. Didn't matter to me. Yeah, I'm not a fan of sausage, dude. See, that's a that's I've found people who do like sausage typically like one or the other. They're like either a patty or a link. They don't like, mm. but like I've, I'd be like people who like patties are like, no, nah, I don't like the links at all. What's the difference? Uh, if I gotta it's eat a- sausage, it's gonna be links. If it's breakfast sausage, mm-hmm. yeah, probably probably a patty, but like, see, like. We're Italian. I'm Italian, so like we cook with, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, your yeah, sausages yeah, yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ground, so I'd, I'd prefer it ground because usually I make like a meat sauce or something. You know, mm-hmm. for for Jim, I know we we all know Jim's breakfast already by now. I, I dubbed it the all American. What is it? The American? No, I dubbed it. Get I the did. Fuck you son of a bitch. Here, I said that. I said that. Out of here. I literally, no. when you ordered it, I said, "Dude, that's literally the American dream on a plate." Oh yeah, I did. Don't try to take that <laughs> shit. Don't try to, t- but he what did, is he it? eats what is it yeah. the American dream on a plate? It's scrambled eggs, hash browns, or or he would he would prefer the hash, yeah. But instead, they, if they have if they have home, home fries, fries he'll that's take what that. I got to settle. So for. it's got to be some sort of potatoes. Then he gets uh, bacon, mm-hmm. which sometimes do you tell him whether you want it crispier or not? Like no, I just order it. You don't mind when it's no. it's that stretchy shit. It's not no. cooked all the way. No, I like I like the fatty part of it. And then toast. It's always wheat toast with butter and jelly. And it's one grape, one strawberry. Is that how you get it's it? Usually, no, I like the strawberry, but it usually comes one strawberry, one grape. Every single time we like go a to breakfast. A glass of orange juice and some hot tea. <laughs> every time we go, it's the exact same thing. But it, honestly, when you think about what's on the plate, it is. It's the all-American breakfast right there. Yep. Scrambled yep. eggs, potatoes, meat, bread. You just need a slice of American cheese on top of your eggs. There you go. Uh, see, I'm not, I'm not, I don't or like cheese on my eggs. Or just sprinkle cheese, like the I don't like cheese. A- cheese in my eggs. No? Like, if I go someplace and that's how they serve the scrambled eggs, I'm like, no, don't put the, don't put the cheese in there. <laughs> Why? Cause I, I don't know. But I like omelets. So it's it's weird. I'm weird sometimes. Dude. Oh, he's a texture guy, too. He's a texture Sometimes. <laughs> You know what? I'm going home, guys. You can do this. But I like to change yourself. it up, dude. I'll do different things. I'll just sometimes I'll just do like oatmeal and a bagel. That's good for me. Or an English muffin. Anthony, I'm a, I'm a big Anthony fan gets of uh, eggs Florentine. He's oh, got to be. He's got to be fancy. Eggs Florentine's pretty good though. Yeah, but he does it fancy style. What does that mean? When he eats it, he keeps his pinkies up. <laughs> you know what we're gonna do next week when he orders it? We're gonna say Anthony. Put I'm your fingers up. We're gonna get a picture and send it to Trevor. We'll put, put it on. It. <laughs> put it up on the Instagram. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Where, where, is, where is Anthony? Fuck your we, know, we were talking about <laughs> this at breakfast. I'm like, I'm like, Chris. Do you remember why he wasn't gonna be here today? I was like, no. And then we just kind of laughed. And I thought to myself, it's pretty funny because I always say to him how he's like checked out of our friendship and doesn't know what it, what's the hell's going on ever. And so then now we're just like, why the fuck is he not here? We have no clue, dude. But we know he's not here because he just kind of mentioned it at the end of the last episode that just dropped where he's just like, oh, no, no, I'm not going to be here next week. <laughs> and that's it. 
Oh, really? So yeah. can we go on record with, with uh, Hardly Awesome um, like we did with Chopping It Up and say, I whooped his ass at Magic the Gathering? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. And you can, can you can smear that can, all over her. Can, can I come on his show and say, You hey. can throw the gauntlet down, bro. So when you say you whooped his ass, let's let's um to put that into him. perspective for for anybody listening. And by the way, this is Harley Awesome. I'm Chris. I'm Trev. And I'm Jim. Uh, to put this into perspective, uh, you whooped ass in a virtual card game. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a it's a, <laughs> it's a battle though, right? Like there's Magic a, the a, Gathering. It's yeah. a turn based. It's a turn based like tabletop game what is it so what does it mean in terms of like you just just like do you take cards when you win or just one defeats another or like what does that mean when you say whooped ass no you, you, out all you start cards? you start with uh you use like a 20 20 sided spin down counter okay mm-hmm. you start at 20 and you could go up if you have stuff that produces life and then you can go down if people whoop your ass like i did so. <laughs> <laughs> So the whole thing, the whole thing is, he was like, one day we were just talking, and I'm like, yeah, I played it before, and I, th- I was like, I started, I bought a couple, you know, I was like, I bought some recently to see. I like to build mechanics. You can, there's cards that do things, right? Mm-hmm. And there's multiple cards that could do the same, like the similar thing, right? So the the, the idea for me, in my crazy brain, is I want to build something. I want to see if I can build a deck that fits. Like a mechanic that I found, you know, like one of these mechanics, like one of these things. So I, I, that's what I did, and I just him and I were talking about it after, you know, we played D and D together that one time, and it was the first time I ever played D and D, and it was really cool. And then he never, he never had us do it again. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was having fun. Like I, like I was like, let me see if I can still do this, and I did. Because you did, you used to play Magic back in the day. Well, I yeah, I played it for like a year. Like, I feel well, like if well, people I, want the history on this, they have to go check out Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Struggling no, artist we'll, Patreon, and there's we'll, a whole we'll episode do, of Chopping so, It Up that's legit just about magic. <laughs> the Gathering. I, I was so the whole mad. History. I, I was so mad. So basically, basically, like I learned how to play this after the. F- I, I was there when it, when it was conceived, mm-hmm. and I was told by the, uh, the 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 dorky kids that I couldn't play it because I wouldn't understand it because I was a I, was, I played sports. So <laughs> I let it I let it go for like you know like I don't know fifteen years, and then I decided I wanted to learn how to play, and then I learned how to play and. Um, I wasn't very good, but one day I actually beat some people who have been playing since like the beginning. So I felt like I conquered the game. Like I was like, I'm done. I don't, I don't. And I, and I stopped tired playing. Tired like, deck. Yeah, yeah. It's in a box in the Smithsonian, dude. <laughs> no, I, I like threw. I, I gave the deck to the, one of the guys I beat. It's pretty funny. So um, he signed the cards too. He's here. <laughs> here, I feel so bad. I beat you. You can have this. Yeah. So Go like forth I, I, and I, I, I was like, I don't know, I was probably like 27 or 28, and I didn't, and I just stopped playing. So I started like, and then recently I'm 42 now. I was like, let me try to build a deck, and like cards are like they're expensive now. So there's an online version, and like I built like a deck out of physical cards, and then I went down to the local, you know, local comic shop so I can get embarrassed by those kids again. <laughs> my whole goal for this is just to beat children at this game, right? It's just like... like you ever see that like, movie? Uh, what was that movie with Jason Bateman where he's in the spelling bee? Like bad words or whatever, dude? He's yeah. just whipping these kids' asses, dude? 
Well, I, yeah, I want to. I want to show them that, like, you know, like life's like life's. Yeah, life's not fair. It's gonna smack you, know? you down sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I'll beat you up and I'll beat you. <laughs> Let at me ask game, you this you real know? quick because to play it physically, you have to go out and buy cards, right? And you don't know what you're getting because it comes in these, you know, foil wrappers and stuff. Right, so it's right. all randomized, and you have to spend money to get them. When you play the online version. Is it just all the different cards are unlimited to you, and you just get to pick certain ones? Do they assign random ones? How does that do you buy them? Yeah, so like they they the online's kind of different because there's like different formats and everything, right? So hold on, let me get to the reason why I oh, went. Okay, to online. <laughs> I went to the so I decided I was going to play online because I built a deck. A deck is a standard deck is is sixty cards, and it's only like one edition to this edition like there's because there's like different you know there's different boxes that come out yeah. throughout the year <laughs> excuse me so i get to this comic book shop and i'm like hey I'm, i want to i want to you know play a game of magic and uh the guy's like oh, all right well they're playing commander over there that's like a style of game i'm like well i only built a standard deck and he's like no one plays standard so i was getting ridiculed <laughs> by the comic book guy i'm like i'm like all right i'm going home and i went home <laughs> and then uh you know, after I after I cried for a little while for for being picked on by the comic book guy, I decided, um, let me try this online thing, and I and I built the same deck. So they give you like a they give you a bunch of cards. Like you get a lot of cards for free on there, but you can also buy like you can buy to get more. You know. Now, do you when you buy is it random or do you buy specific knowing what you're buying? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't buy anything. Mm, so, okay. You know. But you also like gain like you gain like in the game you gain like experience and you can get like points to to, gotcha. buy, to get stuff. So anyway, so I built the same deck and whatever. Anthony, I'm I'm talking to Anthony about it because he's saying he's getting back into it and he decided to mansplain me how to play the game. I'm like, just <laughs> shut the fuck up and play me, bitch. Wait, was it really called mansplaining if Anthony does it or is it just nerd splaining? I don't know, but, hey, he, <laughs> or or boy splaining. <laughs> it was it was very condescending of him the way he spoke to me. About it. So I was That's like, just shut the. I'm like, just shut the fuck up and play me, bitch. And then you know he ducked me for a while. He gave me the wrong. He gave me his wrong username on the I'm fucking. So scared, dude. He didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, dude. He so, doesn't hang out with his real friends anyway. So. <laughs> so eventually, we ended up playing, and I and I whooped his ass. So. But cool. here's the thing. So when you have a car, is it random who starts first? Like who goes first? Who makes the first move? Is it random? You roll for that, but okay. on there, on so there they, randomly, deck, they randomly choose it. Though. When you build a deck, how do you plan how to like do it? If if you don't know if you're going to be attacking first or on a defensive first, like like it's called strategy, Chris. So you're just hoping that you get attack first, so that you have your first cards to play in an attack way. No, you don't. You you get and you're, you're picking your cards randomly from your deck too. Like yeah, you shuffle your deck. You don't oh. know what cards you're gonna. Pick oh, from your deck. I thought when you say build it, you meant like each layer specific, like each card's put up. A no, specific you layer. when he says no. build, that means like what just cards are together. in his deck. You, you put way more thought in this than I than I do. I don't know, dude. I never played <laughs> it in my life. Like, yeah, maybe no, maybe no. next time we're out though, you got to take him down to the comic shop and let the only kids nerds play this him. shit. I'll just send him out. Dude, I'll bullshit. send. I'll send. Yeah, <laughs> sure you will. Go down there and stomp <laughs> some nerds, dude. Uh, no, I'm just kidding, dude. Yeah, I never played. I got to be honest. I was always intimidated by it. I felt really? like it was way too much going on for me to comprehend, like how did the mechanics of the game would even work. I dude, think I that's how I, I think like that's how grade. I think that's why I was able to like walk, like not try to play it when I was a kid because I maybe I was a little intimidated. And then, yeah, and then you know, then these guys fucking. Poindexter's telling me I can't, you know. Yeah, I can't. I don't know that I'd pick it up now, dude. So, but I was like, I want to try Pokemon now. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, no, no. it's just it's no. not the same at all. Not at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but it's 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 the same because you're getting a deck, you're building a deck. It's a strategy it's, game. Was Pokemon the, the card game built on the idea of the way the magic ga- the gathering works? Uh, sort sort of, dude. Because you're you're buying cards, you're building you're just a deck. Pokemon. I don't fucking no, know. no. Like the original. How do you card know game, this? trading card game? Yes, you would get your cards. How do you know you this? Build, how? He played it, dude. When He's I was a kid, cards. Pokemon was He's got my first thing, gen bro. cards. I got fir- I got over seven hundred cards. He's sitting, sitting at home, on dude. thousands of dollars of cards that he's just too waste. He doesn't want to waste time. So, so you literally collected them all. Oh like, my like, god! Isn't that isn't that their slogan? Collect yes, them all. Yes, dude. Yes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was the same concept where you would build a deck, you'd play people. Um. You don't know what cards are coming up, so you're like, oh shit, dude. I hope I'm getting my Charizard on this pull, but. Fuck if I know. It could be a fucking Butterfree that's not going to do much oh, shit. So it, yeah, it's the same kind of thing then. I yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like a battle game. Interesting. With cards, uh, just using cards. Yeah. All right, can we yeah. stop talking about fucking magic? No, like, dude, that's I, what hardly all, that's what we're, that's our topic for today. That's the <laughs> Magic the Gathering. I was like, I, you know what? We're going to bring Trev on Hardly Awesome this week and we're going to torture him. Everything he thought he was going to talk about, he's not talking about this week. <laughs> You gave me some <laughs> weird parameters too. So yeah, it's not. Like, it's not. Don't worry. We'll get to that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's do what we normally do. Let's check in and see what's going on in our weeks. Let's let the guests go first. Trev, what's going on in your week, dude? Anything big? Anything exciting? Besides um, cataloging all your records. Well, yeah. Let's talk that's... about that. You're, that you're, you're still doing the Dewey Decimal System thing. Yeah, kind of like it's 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 all over the place, man. It's like because oh, I don't know how to. I was like, how do I organize my records? And I was like, I could do alphabetical. I'm like, no, that's not gonna work. Because see, that's because that's a little different. I just went through and did all my my Blu-rays and DVDs and did them alphabetical, right? But I feel like, well, I mean, maybe I guess not because with movies, it's the same thing, genre. You can break it down by genre, you know. Yeah, but how? How? Like, part, you're like, that, like no, that's with, the question. Yeah, you know? genres with genre with music. It's music. It's, it's so, way different. It's more interesting. It's so yeah. So I didn't know how to do this. So the first thing I did is I want to make a local section, and it doesn't matter what genre it is. If, if and and there's like parameters. Like, if I have a local section, you know, you're not as popular as the Dropkick Murphys. Like the Dropkick Murphys aren't in my local section. They're right. in my nas- They're in my normal. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, so. You can't be too popular to be in, be in my local section. And then where do you rate that? Is that just based on where you think the band would be considered? Yeah. yeah okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's look, just an understanding. There's yeah, like the Dropkick Murphys are a national act. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? Do you got like uh, do you got like the, a radius on a map of saying okay, if you fall within this circle radius, you're considered local. Otherwise, oh yeah, or is it uh, local? Just like how England. do you consider New local? England. New, New England. England. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then you got like. So I, I I only did like twelve inches and, and ten inches. Like went to twelve inch records and the twelve inch and the ten inch records. The seven inch records I I'll never be able to organize. I have seven hundred of them just Jesus. in reggae, just of reggae, <laughs> just of closet. reggae. Oh my god, bro! Yeah, that closet behind me. You see that closet? Yeah, uh, over here. Yeah. That's that. Yeah, that's got boxes and boxes <laughs> of seven inch reggae. Yeah. So I I for the last well I guess it was just last night I, I cataloged a good chunk of them. Um, you know, eighty-five pages at three per page. Cool. So that's uh, you know, that's two hundred and fifty-five titles, right? Mm-hmm. All handwritten. It's a lot of writing. All handwritten. Well, I, I mean, I did the. I had most of the local section done already. My local mm-hmm. section is probably seventy records right now. Seventy-five. Oh, okay. Not bad. But yeah, that's been my my. Uh, What's well, Sunday? Is this the beginning of the week or the end of the week? It is this? now. Yeah, it's the beginning of the week. <laughs> um. Before we move on to what else happened in your week, I want I have one more question about your catalog, dude. Where does your Dreamkid vinyl go? 
I don't know. They haven't sent it to me yet. <laughs> you haven't gotten it yet? Fucking cunts. Can I say that <laughs> on the show? It's fucked up, dude. It's so fucked up. He's still waiting on that album, dude. I um I didn't order it when he did that, so I messaged him. I, I tweeted him back when it was still Twitter. And I said, hey, dude, is there going to be another opportunity to cop the album? And he goes, yeah. He says, yeah, there's going to be another uh, uh, fundraiser. He already had it. He ordered it. He just yeah, hasn't well, got no, it. I know he hasn't gotten it, oh. but he still hasn't put up the other. I still I, haven't oh. been able to get a copy. Of I got my copy. It. Yeah, I know you did because <laughs> you sent me a picture of it when it came. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't oh. got. I, I reached out to. I reached out to what is it that the Q whatever. Yeah, and they um, they were like, oh well, yeah, these are you know when they come back in stock. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I oh shit, the, they they I ordered, sent them all I, out. He, I, yeah, I ordered through we the forgot first you. run. Yeah, damn dude, so, that's fucked up, bro. That's all right. Yeah. Anything else happen in your week? No, man. Just work. Just, Just work. work. Yeah. yeah. How's Tula yeah. doing? Did yard work. Tula. Tula's Tula. She's yeah. she's the, <laughs> she's terrible. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Jim, what happened in your week? Um, I don't know, dude. It's been, it feels like it's been a long week. Like like. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I really don't because it it just feels like it's been so long. It's been all over the place because I've Weren't had a lot going on. Weren't you fucking gallivanting in the woods yesterday, filming yourself naked doing some yes, rituals dude, and shit? Yes, dude. Um, yes, I'm filming an audition tape for Naked and Afraid. That's what I thought. No, That's no. Um, I came across this thing online for this outdoor uh, Swedish outdoor clothing company where they're doing this uh, this challenge, right? Um, and over the course of three weeks on Monday, they they release challenge one, challenge two, challenge three, and then you can either you got to do a post up on Instagram hashtag and ta- uh, at them or whatever so that they'll see it. And then you can either do like, obviously it's Instagram, so you can do a photo with a blurb underneath. But what's the point? What is it you're supposed to be posting? So what do you mean? What's the point? Like, so you're supposed to go take a picture of a bird in the sky and post well, no, that? But they, they released a challenge. So challenge one is give a voice to your, your local environment. What makes it unique? How you keep it, you know, in repair for future generations and in things like mind, that. In my mind, I'm thinking, give a voice to it. So you're like filming, filming a tree and, and doing voiceover. Voice over Hello, I'm a tree in <laughs> Buffalo. No, yeah, isn't Niagara Falls part of you? Like <laughs> technically, if you consider it Western New York, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Niagara Falls, eh? <laughs> uh, so okay, so you're supposed to like take your film or a picture of your environment and give it te- some sort of texture based on the words you're writing. So yes, for people around the world who've never been here, don't know what the area okay, looks like, things it. like that. What was the second one? Second challenge is uh, what's a piece of equipment you can't do without when you go out. How do you keep it in repair? Um, how do you repair it? So it could Things be like a that. picture of it and you write something or people could be filming and saying, this is what I Talking use. Talking about and, their equipment. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, the third challenge will be coming out tomorrow, so I don't know what it is yet. What if it is naked and afraid? Get naked and go in the woods. Hey, dude, balls to the wall. <laughs> no pun intended. But um, Send us a nude shot. <laughs> yeah, so the last two days I've gone out into the woods and I've just been filming some stuff to try and get that together. It's so all I got to have it all posted by next Sunday. So you're doing the video? Yes. What's your, what'd you pick for your giving nature a voice thing? Like, what'd you film? Um, I'm just your going through, um, right now the shots I'm getting, I'm just going to a bunch of different parks and getting different, um, different outdoorsy areas in the area to kind of cu- um, put it all together into one package okay. to showcase you know, a lot of the different parks in are the area. Are you going to record a voiceover for it? Or yes, type yeah. No, I'm going to do a voiceover. Do I, just, I, just picture Jim, yeah. I just pictured Jim like, doing bird calls. But yeah, I'm going to do a voiceover for it and record, okay. <laughs> record that for one and, one and two. Um, again, I don't know what three is going to be yet. So Okay. But um, yes, that's what I've been oh, spending the last two your, days. What do you use for your, your, your piece my piece of, gear. of equipment? Yeah. My piece of gear. Um, so it's interesting. It's not what you're going to typically think of as a piece of gear. Uh oh. Um, so I've been thinking because 
A cock ring, dude. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> they got Trev's interest. Um, but I'm thinking, I'm like, what can I use as a piece of equipment? What gear can I use? And I want to do something that kind of makes me stick out because I'm looking at what other people are doing and all oh, my backpack, all oh, my boots, all oh, my, my compass, whatever. I'm like, okay, well, that's 500 people are doing that. I'm not going to do that. Like, that's no different than anybody else. So I was talking about it, and my dad kind of gave me a great idea. And he was completely fucking joking when he said this. He said, well, what about me? And I was like, oh, hold up. That's actually a great fucking idea. I said, this is the piece of equipment. This is my gear I can't do without. Your dad? My dad. Because of all the knowledge. Yeah, but what happens when, look, God forbid, no, I when know. he's gone, you got to do without. I don't think they're going to take that. I think they're going to look at you and be like, what are you doing? Dude? And that's okay. And if they don't take it, that's fine. But it's different. Okay. It's off the wall. It can make me stick out above people, you know, the other 500 people talking about backpacks, the other 500 people talking there's about like, boots. There's like t- you know what 10,000 people that are like, my grandfather, my sister, my mother. <laughs> it's like, you're not like unique. Like there's a shit ton of people ah, that shit. did it too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, that's what I'm doing for part two. And then uh, again, part three is out tomorrow. So I don't know. I got to figure out. I took Thursday off this week to have an extra day to do it because it's, it's all got to uh, be up on Sunday, dude. It's a brave choice to go with that one. I got to say. I know. It's, it's brave. It's, I don't know if they're looking for creativity. I think they're looking for somebody who's going to push whatever brand they have. So they're um, looking to see if you can p- push a product. Which but, is fine. Okay. But uh, again, this is my... They do it every year. This is the, I just found out about and it what's this the year. Way, what is it you win? You go to the um, Antarctic? Well, what they do is it's, a, it's a, like a seven-day expedition the to the Swedish Arctic on um, dog sleds. Like 300 kilometer trip. So, yeah, that's what you, there's like 20, 20, slip, like, 20, uh-uh. 20 spots no, that they have man. open. So, there's like, going to be 20 people they'll pick from this. And then. Have you ever seen a live? A live? <laughs> I don't know if I've no, ever seen No, he's never live. seen that. No. Oh, is that the one? No, is that the one where they crash? Is that the one where the plane crashes in the in yeah. the mountains and they eat yeah. each other to survive, like the yeah. rugby team or whatever? I don't think you should Soccer be planning team. any kind of expedition wearing that hooded sweatshirt you're wearing right now because it's very. Why? Like, that's like an omen, man. Because the hood oh, is no, I know, a, I know, dude. Yeah, I know. That's like a bad omen. <laughs> he's wearing he's wearing the hooded sweatshirt for the from uh, was into the wild into the, the wild, wild. yes yeah where the, where yeah, the guy yeah, yeah, where the, the guy who who went on an expedition and, and died, died. Yeah. and you're talking yeah. about planning one while wearing that hoodie like that's that's bad that's juju what, man that's, and here's the thing he's he's the kind of guy when it comes to his mentality and how to survive out there he's not going to use any kind of practical gear that would keep him safe he's like I got my dad I'm gonna call my dad and this see what he gear. would do <laughs> <laughs> shit I got a bear. Where's that bear spray? Don't worry. Got my dad, bro. Yeah. My dad's here, dude. Yeah, you're faster than your dad. Hell yeah, dude. That's that's the number one rule when you go hiking. Always like, make oh, sure you go with someone that you can coming. outrun. Unless you slow him down. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, oh, so yeah, that's up. what I spent the last two days doing. Cool. Um, yeah, other than that, normal week. Mm. Nothing else new. Yeah, well, my week was exactly where I thought it was going to be, dude. We talked about yeah, Layla having to get surgery again, and I'm back at it. It's a little rougher this time, I got to say. Um, so the first time, I don't know if it's one of those things like when you experience trauma or things that are just whatever, like you, mm-hmm. your brain doesn't remember a lot of it, right? I think one of the things I read one time was that's why women t- typically have more than one child. A lot of people who have more than one child, like, they don't remember really the traumatic part of the birthing process. Mm, it's mm-hmm. always the after effects and all that stuff, right? So 
I don't know if I just didn't remember certain things, but man, immediately like the day of taking her in and all this stuff, everything started to set in all this anxiety and fear and all this shit of just like, oh shit, I don't remember things. Like, I don't remember what was it like when we first picked her up? Like how was she? Did we have to move her around much? Did she, you know what I mean? I couldn't remember this shit. Yeah. And so I was getting all stressed out about it. Um, she went into surgery, came out fine. They called us to let us know. And then the next day when it was going to be time to pick her up, we picked, we had to pick her up at like 1030 and they were going to call us. They said around eight, eight thirty in the morning to give us an update on how she was mm-hmm. and eight thirty came and we were waiting and waiting. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what the hell's wrong. I'm not one of these people. I think Aaron, Aaron, Aaron I think Aaron <laughs> turned me into Aaron. a fucking worrier, dude. She, cause Aaron's the kind of person who stresses and worries it's and has anxiety, anxiety huh? about like the what ifs of things. Right. And, and, but I typically wasn't always like that. And all of a sudden I find myself more and more like thinking that way. And it's, it's frustrating, but like I'm sitting there. I remember I was rinsing the dish, the dishes, washing dishes and I'm looking at the time and I'm seeing it's later and I'm like, she's dead. Like they oh, got there dude. and they saw that things went bad and they're trying to figure out how to call me and tell me. And they're probably frantic and trying to bring her back. I said, but that's why we haven't heard yet. Things, something went bad. Yeah, you can't do that. And as soon as that happened, dude, it was like the amount of anxiety and fear I felt was unbelievable. I was just like, what is wrong with me? Why am I like this right now? I bet. And when they called, the flood of relief was just unbelievable. They were just like, oh, she's fine. She's great. You know, you're going to still pick her up. I was like, yeah. So we picked her up. She was doing pretty good, man. I mean, she's there's a lot of the familiarity, which was like, oh, yeah, we've done this before. I know how to do this. I know how to help her. I know how to do all this stuff. Um, but this time around, uh, she peed the be- she's peed two different times now. Like she hasn't gone outside to go she, where she's laying. So we have a little bed ah. in the living room and then in our bed where she sleeps with Aaron. You know, she peed on the comforter in there too she, overnight last night. So it's kind of stressful in that it wasn't that way before. But I think before we were taking her out more because we were trying to get her to make sure she peed. Whereas this time around, we remembered that she didn't use the bathroom much back then. So we just assumed she's not going to need to again. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a little rough, dude. You know, that's, that part's rough. That whole thing about reshuffling schedules and reshuffling my availability for things and making sure I'm home so that Aaron can, can work and do things. It's just a lot. It's just stress. I mean, we so talked like, about it at breakfast this morning that I'm just feeling yeah. kind of really overwhelmed and stressed. So. And I'm going to be honest with you. I can tell by the way you're talking that it's stressing you out right yeah, now. Just talking like, about I can it. It's very it. stressful. So. so just, just take it in strides, brother. That's yeah. all you can really do at this point, you know? So it's yeah, like, yeah. you know what to expect. It's a tough, it's a tough thing, man. And like, mm-hmm. you can't, you, you know, getting yourself in that headspace. First off, you don't have to be a, you don't have to be a worrier to worry about your dog. You know what I that's mean? Like, true. That, oh, that's yeah, true. Oh yeah. It's like that's a, a family that's member. That's a different man. thing altogether. That's true. That's true. So you just have to, you know, just gotta roll the punches. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, if she pees on a, on a, on a comforter, she pees on a comforter. Yeah, it is what it yeah. is. Right. Yep. That's what we told ourselves because, we're putting her back in her rotation of going out, even even though she because a lot of times too she doesn't want to get up and move around. And yeah, we have to force her too because she's got to start working her leg and using it more. And so this morning we made sure to take her out first thing in the morning. Aaron's going to keep her on track with the afternoon thing and the meds. You know, again, it was like, oh yeah, this is Layla on meds, which sucks because she's so out of it and yeah. wobbly, like she mm-hmm. can't hold hold herself up sometimes. So. So yeah, dude, it's stressful, and that's gonna be like this for the next few weeks because a lot of the, the um like the trazodone, the shit we're giving her to sedate her is so she won't try to lick and and jump and go crazy. So 
she has to sleep with a cone on. She's supposed to wear a cone all day, but we don't do that. We keep the cone off her all day well, because, because we're watching. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're watching her, that's fine. You know? So that's why we're doing it that way, and uh, because we don't want to have to have her like bulk around with the cone and be all. Awkward and clumsy and when shit. she's trying to move with yeah. a leg like that, you know? Yep. Plus, the cone freaks Reiko out sometimes, and, and we're just like, it's easier to rearrange some things so that we make sure we're here with her and then yeah. to deal with everything else. So, yeah. yeah, it's stressful. And, yeah, I've been sleeping on the couch for the past few nights, which isn't great. That's always I could fun, go upstairs dude. and use the bed, but I told you, dude, I feel guilty because Aaron sleeps in the bedroom with the dogs and Layla with the cone overnight, which is very uncomfortable. And every time she gets up to move around, Aaron's white, you know, pops up. So she's got restless sleep throughout the night. I feel guilty going upstairs and just sleeping in a bed like a baby. So I'm sleeping on the couch so that if I hear something and she needs me right away, I'm already downstairs. And yeah, it's been rough, but it is what it is, man. It is like what you it said, is. go with the punches. It's it's. We're moving forward. Time's not going to stop. The best thing that happens is time does keep moving, and the more time moves, the fa- farther along we are where she heals and gets better. And That's the way to think of it. Again, think about the end game, dude. You're like, oh, when it gets there, it's going to be great. So yeah, I remember think when, about when she was cleared finally and back to normal again. Well, the last right? couple of weeks I've been coming over for the game. She's been herself, yeah. her normal self, dude. She's been all healed up and great. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not a fun week, but that's where we're at. Sometimes it's not the best. Sometimes we don't all get to go out and film ourselves naked in the woods like Jim. Well, you know, Sometimes when, we when everything's done there, I can take you hours. out and we can both get naked. <laughs> no, but but again, one thing to always remember, too, is it can always be worse. Yeah, true. You it know can. what I mean? It so, definitely could be worse. I feel like bad now that you got fired from the other <laughs> podcast, you know, with all everything going on. <laughs> hey, it is what happens, man. Nobody wants me on their shows anymore. What podcast did you get fired from? It's called Chopping It Up. It used to be a struggling oh. artist. <laughs> struggling oh, that artist. fucking show. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so that's what's going on in our weeks. Let's real quick stop in and talk to Aaron about the Buffalo Bills. Trev, you do not have to do this. You can go get yourself a coffee. We'll be right yeah, back. Yeah, go put some pants on. The Bills make me wanna. Aaron, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank Hello. you for, for being welcome patient and waiting and not falling asleep and catching all your, your winks. Field correspondent, Aaron Chavez. <laughs> um, ooh, this is a rough one. Talking about already how, what a rough week it's been. So let's get to this. Wait. It's, it's rough in many aspects. It's rough in terms of last week's game. It's rough in terms of what I talked about, what's in- going on in my week. Injuries with the bills that so, just get worse. Oh yeah, yeah. And worse. Let's take me out. Let's take me out. Yeah, this is about you, Chris. You <laughs> well, selfish tired, motherfucker. Dude. No, we played Monday, right? Yes. Yeah. Holy yeah. cow! Feels yeah. like wow. it's been forever. Right. All right, let's do this. Let's talk. Yeah, last time we, we talked, we didn't talk about the last game. No our yeah. performance. Right. We lost. <laughs> it's sad. That's one way of putting it. <laughs> Uh, the Bills Mafia, Buffalo in general, as usual, is in full-blown panic mode. You know, fire everyone. We're not even making the playoffs. Everything's bad. Everything's terrible. Hang on. Weren't they saying all that, though, after we lost to the Jets the first game? They say that all the time. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Overreaction is the way it goes here. Yes. (laughs) But 
it's but good. It's, that that is passion. That is a passion and a love, an un, maybe an unhealthy love for your unhealthy. sports team. It's however, toxic. It's a however, toxic relationship. Yes, it is. It is a toxic relationship, right? It is very toxic. Because even if you're trying to stay like more even keeled and be like, it's a long season, we got a lot of time. It's hard not to like let those other people's emotions affect yours. So now, yeah. So now I'm like, oh true. shit, are we not making the playoffs? Then what's happening? <laughs> I know because I'm one of those people too who yeah, just like yeah. it, it affects me when I start hearing more of it. I'm like. Maybe this is not good. Maybe this is the we should cash it in. And that was my feeling when we were watching the game, as we were just kind of watching it slip and go, what the hell's going on right now? Right. I was just thinking to myself, I think I pulled out my phone at some point. And I was just like, I can't watch anymore. I just can't watch because I had such high expectations for the season. And again, unrealistic, right? I mean, is it realistic to expect your team to win every single game? Not really. Has it been done? Yes, but One it's time. not realistic. Exactly. Uh, is it realistic to expect them to literally be the ones to win the Super Bowl this year? I mean, maybe we had some things that supported that expectation, but I mean, there's a lot of teams in the league. A lot of teams got better over over the off season. So, I mean, the realistic like I got to bring it down not and not be that. unrealistic too. You know, look at our schedule, man. And then it's just the amount of injuries we see with the team, and and just even the things we saw happening in the game. I just looked at you guys, and I was just like. I think I think I'm just gonna chalk it up that this is not the season. I'm just gonna accept it now. So I was I had that mentality during the game. I tried to come out of it being a little bit more positive, thinking, all right, not a big deal. Uh Aaron, you had mentioned something about like we still had that one season where we went seven and six, right? So like we were seven and six in mid December. It was longer later in the season, right, right, obviously. Right, right. And, and that was our best playoff run we had. That was when we destroyed Patriots in the perfect game and then thirteen seconds away from, you know. Right, being in the final, so, so I try to remind myself of that, and we would have won the final yeah. that year too. Yeah, yeah. we would have because it was Bengals, and they were going to come to us, and they were not looking great. And yeah. yeah, so anyway, it happens. You know, it is what it is. But yes, I, I try to get positive again, and then I hear other things that starts to seep into my brain, and I start feeling like, oh, maybe it's time to maybe it's time to to start thinking about new coaching. Is is it time to start thinking about new? I mean, what do we think about now? Because what's the answer with all the things we have happening? I mean, I'm not behind the doors, the closed door. So I have no idea <laughs> I know. what's I mean, going I know. on. I give you our opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not actually asking you guys specifically. I'm just saying my mindset. It's like, that's what I mean, I had, I had you know. dinner with Josh the other night and we talked <laughs> extensively about coaching. No, <laughs> that's what I mean. I get people's frustration with the coaching on some plays, but that's what yeah. kind of drives me a little insane is that we are not behind I don't I'm not in the meetings. Ken Dorsey be, could be calling great plays and Josh could be ignoring them. Like we're putting the blame on Ken Dorsey because we all already love Josh Allen and we're not putting any of the blame on him, really. And well, I, it's like, who it's knows? Like, I'd like, put the blame on him. I have. I've said that he gets into his own head and he start And as soon as oh, something yeah. goes wrong at the beginning. Yeah, you but know? you're not saying to trade Josh Allen. But you do say fire Ken Dorsey. That's the difference. I don't know that I said fire well, Ken Dorsey. I maybe said not when you. you start thinking about maybe not you whether or not it's your offensive coordinator. But I mean fans. Fans you know in I mean? general. Yeah, I don't yeah. hear any fans say trade Josh Allen. Oh, yeah, no. It's hear a them say fire. Yeah. Oh, fire I hear Ken fans Dorsey. say try, trade Josh Allen. I'm like, you're fucking stupid. I hear people talking about, you know, maybe it's time to look at somebody else other than Coach McDermott. So I've heard that as well. Yeah. So, so it's crazy. Um. But yeah, okay, I just think so it's a bit about, overreaction. We're midseason right let's now. Let's talk about let's the game. Wait. All right. What what was it about the game that went wrong? What went wrong with everything? Play calling, um, we know, was was a big part of it. It they seemed about like that. it. Yeah. Because it seems like and what 
other teams have said that we are kind of vanilla. They know exactly what we're going to do. Like when Gabe Davis lines up in some way, it's going to be one of two plays. Yep. Like we don't do much complex things. And anymore. we don't change it up as much. Either. And we don't right. change it up. And we're doing run plays on second and 10, which everyone's everybody you know, knows. They know it's going to go to cook. I'm very, very upset about that. And it's always going to go to cook are. too. We're never going to give it to Murray on second and 10. Despite all of this, we still had a chance to win at the end, right? Or to tie it up at the end. We were driving. <laughs> yep, it's we were there. No, it's just so, so ridiculous. So, and like, yeah, that's the thing. The way uh, they say, like our eye test, our eye test says the offense, something's wrong with our offense, but the numbers show, you know, that Josh Allen is the best. It has the most touchdowns right now in the league out of everyone. That's so what I was going to say. I it's was so bring that up. contradictory. The, I, the way we're seeing it, like what is wrong with our offense, but the numbers are saying everything's fine. So, yeah. I, yeah. I what's know. going on with our eyes then? Why? Why is our reality? I don't know what to say. Why is the reality that we're taking? Think, it? Is it because we're so invested in this one that we really are expecting win after win? Like, and when it's I not, think, we're like, I think that's it's part the end of, of the world. I think that's part of it. And I think, like I've told you before, a lot of fans only watch Buffalo Bills games. So they're like, oh, this doesn't look right. But if you're watching other teams, like Chiefs have been struggling. How many times have they gotten over yeah. 20 points? Like, defense is having. It's having a day right now in the NFL and teams are figuring out how to stop these high octane offenses. So I don't think that's another thing about our play calling, right? We can't just blame this on Ken Dorsey. I think other de defenses are now just getting, they figured it out. They figured out the chiefs. They figured out the bills like, and yes, I know he needs to adjust, but you got to give him time, right? This, this I mean, how many seasons has it taken for all these other teams and their defenses to adjust and figure out the bills? Right. right. The chiefs. Yeah, now we got to take saying. that yeah. time to yeah. figure out, yes. you know what I mean? So, so here's my thing then. Do you think that this is going to change the game? And I put it this way because, you know, for a while it, you know, football was, was offensive, offensive, and then defenses got bigger and bigger and better and better and better. And things stopped to where it was like, they had to start making rule changes to make it harder to defend things so that right. you could promote more offense, right. To because make it NFL exciting. So now, now league, that yeah. we've, now that they've put those rules in place and offenses have adjusted to match it and take advantage of it. And defenses at first, you know, we were seeing such high scoring now defensive coordinators and people who study the game are figuring it out. Okay. So if this is the rules, this is what we need to do to be better. Right. They figured it out. Now, are we going to see next season, the season after they're going to change rules again, that's going to favor a more offensive I don't know. game because I don't it know seems if like if that's the case, you're, exactly what you said this is the defensive year defense the year of the defense right like across the board teams that were supposed to dominate this season have been held by teams that just have a decent defense right I yeah. don't know that they will change rules. I mean, I can't think of any rules off the top of my head that will be changed. I just Maybe think, it'll be certain things I now is going to be called pass interference, which wasn't before. So now it's going to let them run more and try to, you know what I mean? Like Possibly, but I think it's more the these coaches, these offensive coaches are just going to figure out like, like what Miami's doing, like more motion, more. It's just going to, it's continuing to be like this chess match between offensive coaches and defensive coaches. And now Real offensive quick, coaches though. have to figure this out. How dare you? I know, I know. I didn't <laughs> want to do you it. Ever, ever, <laughs> ever with me in the room again, give Miami that much credit, okay? Here's the, here's the, we, yesterday, Aaron and I were watching uh, a video on YouTube. I forgot what the channel was, but it was NFL films, uh, ninth, the, the highlights of 1970. Oh geez. It was what awesome. did you it was with 1970. It was it was 19 it, it was 15 minutes long and it was awesome like watching the old school playing and stuff and just how bigger, bigger everybody and was and, and their equipment but is and at the end of it 
there was this like triple flea flicker or some crazy shit that the it was Browns like a triple reverse and then flea flicker like it was the craziest play i've ever Bro, seen yeah out of the end zone they had the ball like on the three yard line and they were playing out of the end zone and they pulled that bullshit and threw it out and got their first down and i was like what is that i've never even seen that how come nobody <laughs> does that anymore Maybe but, this is it right now. But it's Ken the Dorsey, to be created. I think Ken Dorsey tried to play similar to that and Bengals read it out right away. So I think defenses are smart to those trick plays. I don't think you can get, I don't think you could get away with that this year. Really? Although, yeah, all those passing in the backfield that they did three different times, the ball changed before they threw it above the line of scrimmage. Yeah, yeah. Defenses would penetrate by then. It's a much more penetrating defense as we have now. So because they don't allow the work. offensive line to hold off as easily now. Right. Because they right. call you get holding, holding on certain every... things. Whereas you watch yeah. games back in the day, it was like that just happened. Every the every play we is... saw would have been a penalty. Every yes. single play. Yes. <laughs> the, bro, like the, the offensive line back in the day is just holding these guys. And but the thing is is the defenses back then were so good they got through that anyway. They didn't give a fuck. They oh, were I just know. like beasts we saw horse collars we saw all sorts of things Dude, the amount the amount of times that i saw people just taking guys knees out as they were just running to <laughs> well, just to block all of these like and like, now clipping because of all the safety to... things that they've been implementing over because they got <laughs> however, however let's bring it up now to in the Bengals game that josh allen got fined over ten thousand dollars for pointing his finger and taunting but the guy <laughs> Who hit Micah Hyde illegally and took him out only got fined $5,000 for that. So is it really about player safety? Is it because pointing a finger doesn't hurt anyone? Well, I wouldn't say it's about the Bills. It's just that the NFL is not consistent. And and there are some other things with this taunting. Like, get over it. Who said we can't taunt anymore? Why did that stop? Was it because people were getting hot-headed? Who gives a fuck? It's fun. Let them. Nobody's taking out a a gun in the middle of the game. He pointed his finger. He He hurt someone's feelings that's all <laughs> feelings are more important than micah hides back or whatever's uh, hurt with him anyway uh, okay so that happened it was a shit game it wasn't a shit game sorry numbers say it was a pretty I mean, decent game and Bengals are uh, really we're playing like lights yes. out they are we did fire, not so. we did not play to the level we should have played at what are I we looking forward to on monday who are we playing we're playing the broncos and, and before we get into the all ha it's Broncos. It's super no, easy. I'm not. Broncos, Broncos have been on a little hot streak and they're coming off a bye. So they and are very we healthy. We have more injuries to talk about. Right, which we'll get to that. So uh, Broncos, yes, their numbers are very skewed because of the beginning of the season when Dolphins yeah. put up 70 points on them. But they just come their last game. I mean, they had a bye week and then the week before they beat the Chiefs. So they're going to be riding high. That's what I, I literally was just telling Jim that on our way here because we were talking about the Broncos, the games and, and how they're playing and and the expectation that it should be easy against the Broncos, but it should it have should been be. easy against the Pats. It really should have been. Well, yeah, you know what I mean, like that was supposed to be not a problem. And we watched them drive down the field like Elway back in the day. Like, are you kidding? What are you doing right. um, now? We're playing a team, like you said, where it feels like Russell Wilson is starting to kind of jive. He's got, yeah, yeah. Peyton. You know what I mean? That's happening. Yep. Yep. So what does that mean? Because he was one of those considered not top elite quarterbacks. But like when he was with the Seahawks, Russell Wilson was 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 a weapon. Oh, yeah. He was right. somebody yeah, 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 yeah. behind that line. And, and then now... he became a joke with the Broncos. He was a joke. And now he's starting year, to jive yeah. and find a rhythm. Like, is that what does that mean now? What the F? We have to worry about somebody right. else. Right. <sighs> We're getting all these teams when they're getting their hot streak. Like, why couldn't we play Bengals at the beginning of the season? Hurt. Yeah. Why couldn't we play Bengals at the beginning of the season when they sucked? Broncos at the beginning of the season when they sucked. Now these so teams here's, are... But here's the other thing, dude. 
Fuck the NFL. <laughs> because, like I said, look at our schedule. I thought you were going to come in with some. The Bills do <laughs> not play good in night games. They do not play good in prime time. Well, that's and not our, true. Josh like, Allen was like nine and one in prime time before this. Season. I don't know, man. We uh, just the Bills <laughs> in the history of the Bills. That's See, a, like eyes, before Josh Allen. You. Not before Josh your Allen, because yeah. we never got primetime games back then. Yeah, Nobody wanted to see us in primetime. Um, but we just cannot Dude, you see seem... the fucking Bills on that highlight reel in the 1970s. Oh, oh yeah, man. <laughs> I bet, dude. Um, but yeah, dude, we just cannot. And and look at our schedule now. We got all these night games, all these primetime games. Yep. yep, yep, yeah. So, and then of course, yes, we're already decimated on defense, which goes oh. back to what we're talking about. Like, I think defense is having a moment in the NFL this season, and, and ours we are... isn't there. And then it just gets worse because now we already have Christian Benford and Micah Hyde both ruled out for tomorrow night's Benford, game. That's who it was. Yeah. And uh, Terrell Bernard is questionable and nobody has gone uh, through the concussion protocol in a week except for Brock Purdy. So the likelihood of Benford playing tomorrow, I would say, is very slim. So we're going to have wait, two backup linebackers. Bernard, you mean? Bernard. Yeah. Who did I say? Benford. Benford. Oh, Benford has a hamstring injury. Yeah. yeah. Bernard. So. Didn't Tua get through concussion protocol in a week? He got to no. do it in 15 minutes. They put it back out on the field, bro. <laughs> that was when he had a back injury. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But uh, this season, it's only been Brock Purdy. I don't know about last season, but. Oh, man. And then Brock Purdy hasn't played right since, so he probably shouldn't have been rushed back. Yeah, true, true, true. Oh, that sucks, dude. I don't oh, know. Yeah. It's like, what's it's... your answer to that? It's like the guys that we we have on second and third string that were there for a reason and we didn't cut completely. It's time for them to step up and say, this is why we right. kept you. Yeah, right. like it's time to really put the work in at, at practice to make sure that you're ready for game day. I think is yeah, it going to yeah. happen. We'll see Rasul Douglas for sure. We'll probably start tomorrow. Yeah. And then yeah, Damar Hamlin will be active for a safety. And then I don't know, Taylor Rapp, Damar Hamlin and. And um, Jordan Poyer back there. You know what I think we need to do for our, our defense? I think we need to do pull a move for the first time in history. I think we need to <laughs> sign a female football player um, being Taylor Swift. Oh, God. Oh God no. What the fuck? I think if we that, do that. That went off the rails there. <laughs> Taylor Swift's um, all over NFL Twitter today because she I'm was telling like, you, dude, when we play the Chiefs, if we don't have an audible call, that's Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. Um, and we're not calling that on the field. Yo, that I am going to be disappointed. Be amazing. <laughs> we need to call that for our defensive play, though, to get Travis well, off yeah. his game. Yeah, you'd be like, "What?" He'll huh? be off his game because he's too busy. He's in Argentina planet, right planet now. Did you see now. this? Or he was in, uh, he's in Argentina. Yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. tell you. Yeah. That's all over. Ian Rappaport shared that. And, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know if that's smart during during the season, know, but do what you got to do, dude. Do what you got to do. I hope it affects them, but yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter to us right now. Not until no, we, we play them soon. Yeah couple weeks yeah. but not right now right now we got to get through the broncos so the broncos what do we have to I go think, up against i think well like i said the broncos are a t team like we've talked about a lot yeah. a team of two seasons right now we have yep. the terrible broncos at the beginning and the one now that's kind of finding their stride they have good wide receivers with jerry judy they have good cornerbacks so yep. i mean they could give us some problems yeah, and Russell's got legs too. That's another yeah. thing we don't want to you know don't forget we might be able to crumble the line but he'll take off so Oh, we'll see what happens. We also have ourselves. We have ourselves that we're up against. We have our psychology, right? Because mm -hmm. a lot of the guys they held a a, a players only meeting, offensive meeting. Yeah, um, was it only offensive? I thought yeah. it was just overall players. No, no I think it was just offense. Ooh, interesting. I, I, oh God, to be a bug on the wall there. What they talked about. Yeah, no, um, but it was called by Murray, right? He called yep. the, the meeting. Yeah. Octavius. Yep. So, 
Yeah, and, I think know, we have ourselves that we're going up against as well. We're going up against our mental. Think, we're going up against, you know, just there, knowing what the struggle we're at, I think. There is some good signs, though. I think that offense, I think that players only meeting is a good sign. I think, and I know that they have to say this anyways, but like Alan says, he feels like the offense is really close to really getting in the groove and clicking. Like, yeah. I'm just going to take these at face value because I need the optimism. So yep. I think yeah. that. And like if we said, click at the end of the season into the playoffs, that's great. Then we yeah. totally forget about the first yes. game. Yeah, exactly. Who the hell cares now? Who Tale cares? of two seasons. Yeah, exactly. So I'm um, fine with that. I, I, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, anything I else? Just, anything else? On, I just on... watched. I was just watching a press conference with Mitch Morris because, you know, I find him to be the most even keeled, like the dad of the group. And just mm. the way he was saying things was just like, yeah, you know, it's fine. We're fine. fine. Nobody's pan- nobody's panicking here. He's like, the fans have their opinion. They have the right to their opinion. He said, but if we listened to them, I would have been fired in my third game. So don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's true. What I was, was going to say is, again, like we mentioned earlier, when you look at the stats, it says a completely different story than what yep. our record shows. Yeah. So, so I, just yeah. because our record's not the greatest, is it really, I mean, we haven't yes, gotten- is it time to panic yet? I mean, it's we haven't got blown out. No. Not one of these games were we blown out. No, Everyone came no. down to the end. So yeah, yeah. There's and that. again, if our defense was at, at at healthy, I think I think that record, the overall record, would be. A I think it'd be different way story. different. Yeah. I agree. It'd yeah. be a different story. For sure, I agree. Because we we're might putting be squeaking too much by our with offense. our offense. Yes, right. we might be squeaking right. by on the points we're putting up on the board, 100%. which I hate having to do that in a game. Yes, yes. But I mean, a win's a win, right? Yep. Yep. So hopefully tomorrow, you know, and that's the thing about tomorrow's game is if we win decidedly, that'll make us feel better. But overall, everyone's going to be like, well, that was the Bronco. So <laughs> still, true. You're right. We can't, and it doesn't, we can't, we can't win. Yes. But what can it do for our mentality? No it'll do. It'll be great for me. That's all I care team. about. Yes. I exactly. just care about me. I'll feel great. So. There you go. <laughs> all right. Anything else? I think that's it. All right. Well, go back to taking care of little Layla till I can come home and relieve you of some duties. It's okay. I'm just, we're just going to watch some football and that's who's all. playing the early morning game? Patriots and Colts. That's Patriots what it was. Colts. That's who's in Because then the Patriots play Thursday against the Dolphins, right? They play four days later? No, the, the Thursday night game's great. It's Bengals and Ravens. This oh, Thursday. is it? Then what, yeah. What was I seeing there? I don't know. Dude, I told you, you can't be drinking first thing in the morning. It starts to, like you're... I know, man. I, I, know. In, I know. In fantasy today, I play against Anthony and he has four players on bye that he never took out. I know. <laughs> That's okay. That's He's not okay. Paying attention. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing somebody who's not that great either. So, oh, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> All right, uh, Aaron. Next right. time, hopefully, when we're talking, a little bit more jubilant. Hopefully, if not, at least let the stats say everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't even take that anymore. We need an actual win. <laughs> okay, give us a W. Uh, yes. Until then, go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. The Bills make me wanna. <laughs> And we're back from talking about the Buffalo Bills. Trev's back with us as well. And typically we go into what's going on in the world, but, but I don't want to talk about the world. Care, right now, to be man. honest with you. There's the, a lot of weird things happening. Shit. The world is we're, shit. We're on the verge of singularity. You guys are tired of me talking about AI and technology, so we're not going to go that route. There's some cool movies coming out, but we did talk about some of that in the last couple episodes. Um, you know what I'd like to talk about real quick before we go to the commercial break? What, Chris? We're go- I have a commercial that we'd usually drop, 
But I want to, this is on the spot, so he's not even ready for it, but I want to have a live infomercial. Oh, okay. Trev, tell us about the Struggling Artist Record Club. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, We're going to do this like uh, like those infomercials. The when I got the like, product the and it's stuff. spinning around, you see the, dude. The tracks, the songs and stuff. I got, I got my Billy Mays beard going on. <laughs> These are all the albums that he's, he's put out or have been out in the past on this record. Yeah, talk about the record club. So I do a, a quick commercial for it, but it doesn't really talk about like what it is, how established it was, where it came from, how you acquired it. Well, the whole we, thing. Um, we had him on before to talk about it. So this is going to be like a oh, retrospective I think, I think, of him coming in. I think in. you mistakenly don't listen to our show anymore. That never made air. Oh, it didn't? No. no. Uh, it nope. never made air. No. Nope. Oh. So this is the time to do it. October do was it. pretty busy, dude. I didn't listen. It wasn't to even October. Pro- October. It was, like it was like months ago. It was <laughs> fucking. Yeah, it was like fucking <laughs> August. It was oh, fucking January. Christ, yeah, talk about the record club, dude. Yeah, all right. So uh, I took Jim over. Jim doesn't know much about how it works out and where it came I from. I know. So you know. You, you know. You know why I know that? Because Jim isn't a member, and he also doesn't <laughs> listen. He also doesn't listen to the shows. I, I think you need to start by explaining to me what a record is. <laughs> God, you're so young. <laughs> go get some experience in the woods. No, I have a record without without your dad. <laughs> See what kind of yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So I I have this thing. It's called um, it's the Struggling Artist Record Club, and it's a record of the month club. You don't know what you're getting. It's a subscription service. So it's like you know you uh, you you become a member if you're a record collector or if you're trying to build a record collection. I am the guy for you. I, um, if you've listened to my other podcast, the Struggling Artist Podcast, um, where Chris hops on once a month and we do the Bandcamp Friday stuff, yep. you will know that I have a knack for wanting to share new sounds with everybody in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Since that's why it's on the internet. And uh, so this is, what, this is like the physical form of that, right? This is, um, yeah. You join the record club, and I send you a record every month. Excuse yeah, me. your choice. And and real quick, I want to say this. It's I feel like it's a it's not really generational because I think younger generations like to share music with each other, but it's not the same as when we were growing up. But that was a thing, right? Like there was there was something about music during your formative years when you're growing up. When you come across something that hits you, you told your friends about it. You had them listen to it. You were just like, you got to listen to this album because like, like like literally, we're like, you have to listen to this album, not just put it on in the background. And your friend goes, oh, what's this? Oh, it's this, right? But it's because it's so much in your face now. It's yeah. fucking everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You're, you you can access it on your phone. You're right. Yes. You're 100 percent right. The, the assumption is. You've heard it already. Like so typically what happens now is when people hear something, they're like, What is this? They're like, Oh, you don't know? Yeah. Right? yeah. Like when you brought in- Oh, so and so is going to see Joji in concert. Oh, you don't know Joji? Right, exactly. <laughs> Whereas back in the day it was more about, I know you don't know this. Listen to this. Yeah. So that's kinda like what you have going with this, right? And the idea is is you're going to provide things out that are are a lot of times indie people things that people don't know or have heard yeah, underground yeah. So, stuff where so you're, you're just like whoa you're never going to get rancid from me you're never going to get the cars the you're Beatles. never gonna, you're never going to get the beatles you're never going to get 40th these. anniversary double vinyl edition <laughs> of, of nirvana's nevermind right. or if whatever you, it is there, if you want to do that then you can go spend 40 bucks a month at vinyl me or those other or subscriptions columbia services. house you know like i what i am doing what i'm trying to do here is one of one of well actually i'm I'm, I'm, I didn't even start this, right? So you took the torch. 
I took yes, I was past the torch from getpunk.com, which is run by Mark Lind of the band The Ducky Boys. Um and the idea is is it's it's simplistic but but brilliant is you find an independent band out there who has vinyl that you like. You have to like you have to like the music you're getting. And now it was yeah. Get Punk it was the Get Punk Record Club, so it was punk rock, right? Now with it being the struggling artist record club, I have members from Get Punk, so I have to keep it punk rock and punk rock adjacent. Still, I, yeah, I, I was going to say it was punk rock adjacent. There was a couple albums we got. There was one that was uh, that Mark sent out last year was an acoustic album, which was great. Right, but not, not punk acoustic, but like but, almost almost folk. But the guy was from a punk yes, rock band. You know exactly, what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's exactly. what the punk. Yeah, so you'll get that stuff too. But so you're going to get from these independent artists. Um, you know, that so that one has to be punk or punk adjacent. Two, the the curator, whether it was Mark or now me, has to like it. I'm not gonna send you something that I'm not that I wouldn't listen to, you know what I mean? Yeah, I would hope yeah, not. Yeah. And then, you know, and then uh and that's basically the only real parameter. Well then like I again, the you you know, it's gonna be an independent artist. I'm not gonna send you rancid, I'm not gonna send you no effects. That's just not what we do, right? They're yeah. making them enough money. I'm going to send you stuff that you've never heard of. Um, hope well, uh, hopefully you have heard of them, but you know, some there's, the chances are you hadn't heard of them yet, right? And I'm going to introduce you to them. And the idea is this: I am helping a band sell their records mm-hmm. um, and, to people in other areas of the country right, that may not right, have heard of to them. Ev- to other places in this country, which could open up the doors. To other to other yeah. listeners, right? If because if someone yep. likes it who lives in, you know, um, Arkansas, Iowa, yeah. Yeah, 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 Iowa, and and they go, hey, listen to this. Next thing you know, you know, KCUF may be yeah. like the biggest thing in Iowa, or maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah or and when cornfield shows, dude. Well, whenever they're traveling around, that opens up venues to them as well. When venues Absolutely. hear a buzz right, about a right. band and then they're coming through, yeah, they want them to play at their spot. So, you know? so that's one aspect of this. The other aspect of it is, you know, um, to the consumer, the person that I'm that I'm that I'm sending this to, you are learning about new music. You are, if you're into music and into records, you you probably want hear new things and. and Things right. that, like you know, what was the big thing I always said when I used to do the ad for the record for the Get Punk Record Club? Like, like um, some of the greatest albums you'll you'll ever hear from bands you've never heard of. You know what I mean? Exactly, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Um, that I say that hundred percent, dude, for sure. The, I, the basis of what the Struggling Artist Podcast is now is because of that record club. All the bands I talked to, well, a lot of the bands I start when I when the thing became a music thing. When the mm-hmm. podcast became a music podcast, a lot of the bands I was talking to were bands that I found through that record club that I absolutely love. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's yep, cool. Yep. It's a cool little thing um, that we do. So yeah, so... And I'll say this as a as a member. Um, I was a member through, through Mark's run as well. When Mark had it uh, through Get Punk, I was a member. Uh, and it was always a great album. Um, there was a couple times where... I was like, really? This is going to be the album? And then I listened to it, and I was like, whoa, this is good. You know, I wasn't expecting what I got. Yeah, yeah. So that was awesome. I think one of my favorites still has to be um, uh, Jeff Palmer. Is that yeah, his name? Yeah, Jeff Palmer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he does, a, he does a complete cover. The entire album is a complete cover of Joey Ramone. Back in the day, Joey Ramone put out an 80s rap album. Oh, really? And that's exactly, yes. It was amazing. It was awesome. Uh, anyway, uh, so far... 
this the picks have been since you took over dude i have to say we have never talked about this like we don't talk about this off or on any other shows like i don't know how you search these out how you come to know some of them and like how some of these come on your radar except for the first one i know about the first one for sure but dude you're you're knocking it out of the park so far that first one the kcuf 100 Mm -hmm. poses Mm -hmm. album the fact that I have that on vinyl, you know, what a great album. We talked about that from the oh, beginning, yeah, dude, how amazing sure. it was. Uh, we talked about it on the show, too, when we came back from our from trip. the show, yeah. Then we had, what is it, um, Beat the Smart Kids. Awesome, awesome punk, awesome kind of like almost like a, a, a Blink-182-esque, you know, punk stuff. But then this newer one, dude, the Rebuilder album, it's so good, too. And then... Like you said, there's the adjacent part of it. So there's a punk feel to it. There's an alternative feel to it. But then you're getting synth like mm. in, in the music. You're like, what is going on? Um, all three so far, month after month after month, have been killer. I can't wait to see what November is going to be. And I saw, I think it shipped, right? Didn't you just ship No. Them? No. No, not yet? No. I'm oh, waiting man. on them still. I'm still waiting oh, on them. Man. So. I want my I want my record, bro. I know. I, I can't. I, I you can't, know what? I, I can't get sense it. I get drive, it. drive to Mass and get it. I get you. I don't drive here. They're not here yet. <laughs> <laughs> when he gets there, they might be there. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I'm, I'm waiting on those. Sometimes sometimes when you're ordering from a, um, from a label or an independent yeah. artist, it takes a minute. You're at their mercy, yeah. So now, um, I just provide updates. Like, I'm going to. Like once I get the notification that it shipped, I'll be letting everyone know. That's the other thing. I keep in contact, right? Yeah. I send yeah. out surveys. I I I keep in contact with everybody. Um, I make sure that I'm like you know like that I'm that I'm present, so you guys don't think like I'm just taking your goddamn money, you know. And I'm not making any money on this, by the way. This is <laughs> this is um it's it's uh yeah. So I, right now the the price points are um there's, you can get a one month subscription. A three-month subscription, a six-month subscription, or a year. Um, if you get a year, you get a, you get a, you get probably the biggest discount out of all of them. It's not you know it's not huge, but it's a discount. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's the the start the price point starts at twenty bucks plus shipping uh, for the for, for the one month, and then it, and then you know again you, I don't know what the prices are for the other three, but like they're they're a little they're a little you get a little bit of a discount with the more you yeah. buy. You know. Yeah. Um. And so I'm not What's the website? What's the website? Say the website. Strugglingartistrecordclub.com. There you go. I'm not, it's not difficult. I'm not, I'm not here to make a million bucks. I'm just here no, to- No, we're I'm about just, spreading music, bro. I'm just here about getting the music out to you. So. We're going to call him Trev the Music Man. Trev, Trev the Music Man. <laughs> I don't like that at all. But yeah, so Spread music like only he can. I would love- Do you like that more than, than Trevor Land Ranch? Or- <laughs> I would love for- uh, Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I will never let that die, dude. <laughs> You're the only one. <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> the Struggle Dome is what we settled uh, on. Uh, That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Give it a shot, you know, looking at you, Jim. Yeah. I'm saying I'm honestly like you know you sign up for twelve you not only do you get a discount you're guaranteed twelve fucking banger albums to add to your collection yeah yeah it just is what it is that's the and like I, it, all and three so far are fucking killer I can't wait to, I, and that's the cool thing like so I'm the producer uh, for Trev's other podcast the Struggling Artist Podcast um, he and I also do chopping it up a Patreon only show which if people are interested in checking out it is a great show I'm not even just saying it because I'm on it uh, it's only because Trev's on it. 
but we talk about all kinds of stuff on Patreon, Struggling Artist Patreon. So look it up there. But um, where the fuck is I going with this? Oh, I'm not saying all this stuff because I work with you, dude, but honestly, like he doesn't tell me what's coming. I have no clue what's coming for November. Mm, We keep it that way because he asked me if I want to know ahead of time. I was like, no, I want it to be a surprise. But again, each month, Aside from the first, I knew what the first one was. But the last two months in a row, like the anticipation of what it was, opening it up. And I got to be honest, the same as with when I got Get Punk, your first reaction is always going to be, what are you looking at? before I? Because he writes up this little readout thing. He writes up a little mm. thing about the yeah. album, why he chose it, you know, a little bit about what's coming out in the album. So before I even read that, it's always seeing what it is. And each time, and I did it with Mark too, I was always like, okay, this looks interesting. This looks interesting, you know. Then I put it on. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm a part Good. of it. I'm glad I got it. Good. Yeah. So there you go. There's yeah. your struggling artist record club I like infomercial. It. Now I we're like gonna take it. a real break and we'll be right back. Every full-time dad can use some part-time fun. You're just a click away with dad link. Come on. Who needs to know? What are you waiting for? Dad, 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 and more dads. 100% dadcation. The ultimate getaway. BYOD. Bring your own dad. Why dad tomorrow what you can dad today? Dad link. Sorry, mom. Feeling kind of peckish? <laughs> Free fast delivery to all metropolitan areas. The delicious giant family dinner. Great value at only $15.50. Plus other great menu items. Tyler Chicken. Give us a wing. Have you or a loved one been experiencing symptoms such as coughing, wheezing, or shortness of breath? Hmm. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I hope you get better. I'm sorry. We're back. And he's about to break your heart. I know. This is going to be fun. Uh, Trev, you've been on the show. Were you on the show? Yeah, you've been on the show as a guest before. Um, but I think before we had Anthony here, so there was there's all kinds of things that are happening. But one of the things that happens on Harley Awesome Podcast is I usually send out a thing to the guys about what we're going to cover for the week, what we're going to do, what the main segment segment might be. And keyword might be a lot of times. Are you fucking kidding me? I come up with <laughs> ideas that are. I, for me, I'm just like, this is awesome. This will be a good time. And then something else comes up, and I'm like, ooh, let's do this. I sent out a, a thing <laughs> to you guys about what we're going to talk about. And it's for me, I thought it was pretty cool in terms of it. It would require a, a, a lot of thought. A lot of thought to put in. Yeah, well, yeah. it depends. What kind of thought? You could have just thrown something together and be like, this is what I would do. Or you could put some thought into it, right? So I'm going to be honest with you. It's been a long, rough week. I don't have my list ready. I didn't have a chance to finish it off. I talked ah. about this already. So rather than throwing it together just to throw something together, I called an audible and we're going to do something different. <laughs> but it is something that I have so I put Trev so I, much thought in this. Really? So here's two things we were going to do. I was going to say one of the things could be is we could hear what yours is, Trev, and have that be our conversation based on what your picks are. Or 
we could do this. We could save what the, the thing is. I'll say what the prompt was, and any listener that wants to hear it will have to come and listen to it on Chopping It Up, and we could talk about it on Chopping It Up next. <laughs> um, yeah. I Hell yeah, that's I what I say, dude. I, I really don't I say care. listeners come I, I listen to Chopping put, It Up. I didn't wait, wait, wait. Does this mean I'm coming to Chopping It Up again? That would be great. Why not? I didn't really, I, I didn't really, um, I didn't put that much thought into this. Like I said, it. However, I mean, if you have time Thursday afternoon, I came up. Uh, like, I'm going to be filming my naked and afraid video <laughs> in the woods, brother. Okay. So what? I, what I did was like I, I, I disregarded what you what you wrote me because I was oh, like, what the fuck is this bitch. shit? And then, of course. and then today, when I woke up and I was outside letting the dog pee, I thought of how I would structure this thing, and I and I did come up with a structure. So. <laughs> Yeah, so. <laughs> okay, but no, um, we, but I, so the, I I didn't finish my books though. I I have to like good, yeah, good. Let's think. Yeah, about we'll it. circle back to it then. I got to be honest. This when I did this, I was like, this is actually kind of a cool idea and yeah, what it yeah. is. So I'll put it out there and what it was. Right, like okay. I'll literally read the text that I sent you guys. Did you, so did you tease so. our listeners? By the say, way, well, you're not getting it. By the way, was that text AI generated? Because it was. It seemed like it was. No, no, I completely came up with that by myself. Completely. Hundred percent. You want to know why? Because I knew we were going to have you on as a guest. I was like, "What the fuck can we talk about with Trev? That'll be a main segment." I don't want to play a game. We play a lot of games. I was like, "Let's just have something that we can discuss. That'd be fun." And I was like, "Well, he does like to recommend music. He likes to recommend books." I was like, "What could we do in terms of just straight up recommendation? Like, what could it mean? Not what you know, and not the stuff that we typically say. What meant to you, you know, the most is when you were growing up. What album, you know." You could do that all day long. And then I came up with this one. So, yeah, I came up with it. It wasn't AI generated. So, thank you. I'm as, I'm as bad as chat GPT. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> so, on Chopping It Up, I made some joke uh, the last time we recorded about doing this. And so, we're going to do it for Hardly Awesome. About uh, oh, the, Dear Abby? the old school Dear Abby. <laughs> so, do you know what Dear Abby is? I have an idea of what it is because there's more than just Dear Abby. But, yes. You know, the advice like, columns. Where, yes, where people would write in and say, hey, yeah. this is what's going on. What, yeah. what should I do? Yeah, exactly. So with that said, I thought, what if we do hardly awesome advice with Trev Allen? And then, like, obviously we'd cover it. But, like, I'm going to ask him. I'm going to read the Dear Abby sections from, like, past Dear Abbies. And then he's going to give the advice that he would give had it been written to him. And then we're going to read what Abby's response was in terms of, like, does it match up? (laughs) And here's the thing. We got to bring this back. Listeners, this will be it. This is your prompt. Write us in these Dear Abby letters. Oh, God. And we'll, no, give, them to, give, real and we'll give them to Anthony oh, God. for the advice. Oh, God. You're just putting people down. <laughs> Did you just downgrade right. me to Anthony? That sucks. No, no, no. Because that, that's... No, you're not going to be right, anywhere so near I, I just put away my... This is my podcasting notebook, and now this is my <laughs> like advertising, now advice notebook. Oh, that's amazing. So. All right, here we go. You ready? Yes. Dear Trev, (laughs) my brother and I recently found out my father, who has been married for more than 30 years, is having sexual relations with other men. This man accused my brother of being gay, he's not, claims to be religious, and sleeps next to my mother every night. I'm not sure how to approach this because honestly, I'm still in shock. My brother is furious. We found a secret email address of dad's along with messages to men he has been meeting. Some of them describe him bringing men over while our mother is at work. He tells us he is going to a store to visit a friend in the hospital, etc. But we found out that he's really been sneaking around with other men. Our mother doesn't know any of this and is, was an accident that my brother and I found out. 
We were ridding his computer of a virus. Should I say something to my father? How do I approach it? How do I figure him for accu- how do I forgive him for accusing my brother of being gay when it's him all along? Should I say something to my mother? How do I get my brother to stop being so angry at him? I feel like I could go on forever with a million questions, but more than anything, I'm heartbroken, confused, and angry. Our community and culture frown upon gays. I have nothing against the LGBT community because my generation is different and I have some close friends who are gay, although I don't tell my father because he says he thinks it's disgusting. I'm not sure how to approach this. Please help. Signed, Holding Dad's Secrets. So how would you... Respond to this, Trev. Interesting. All right, hold on. And then I want to hear what Jim would say, too. Oh, me? All right. <clears throat> We're going to call this person HDS for holding dad's okay. secrets, right? Yeah, HDS. Dear HDS. Dear HDS. It sounds like you're homophobic. Um, <laughs> what, what does a racist person say? I have friends that are black. That's what they say. You just said that about having gay friends. Um if you are not supportive of what your dad is doing and because he's cheating on your mom is one thing, but you keep coming back to this gay thing. It's okay to be gay. HDS. It's okay to be gay. Um, why is your brother so mad? Why is he mad? Is your brother gay? And he's, it's because the dad kept calling him gay, and then he's not obviously. And so it's, I think it's what not obvious. It's not obvious that the brother. I think. Not gay. Well, they said he said he's not. Yeah, he, well, they, at least they, the, this brother says it. But I think what they're mad at the dad for in that regard is not because he's gay, but because no, he's no, hypocritical. No, no. I well, he, nope. I think he's mad that his dad is gay. Okay. Okay. Um, I think you were snooping around where you shouldn't have been. <laughs> how do you? How do you go from? Trying to get rid of a virus to reading emails. Ooh, that's um, true. HDS, I want you to I want you to really, really look inside your heart and uh and and think to yourself, like like really really what like really just contemplate the fact that um you're a homophobe. <laughs> Cotton dry. Like you you're you know, you just said your your culture and your community, it's very frowned upon, although you have gay friends, but you know what? If you're not being proactive and helping your and in, in, in trying to change people's point of views over something as minuscule as that then you're you're no better than the you know the preacher that you listen to you know what i mean um also don't be a fucking narc you're gonna knock out <laughs> you know have you ever watched you ever watched goodfellas <laughs> you ever watched a mafia movie? You don't fucking narc out, especially your own blood, dude. <laughs> like you know. Oh God, that's great. You know, just you know, if if your dad's stepping out with other dudes, maybe your mom's stepping out with other dudes. You don't know that. You didn't. You didn't. Or other women. You didn't clean her yeah. computer. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what's the what's, oh, what's the maybe she is the other dudes and it's a role play thing. Who the fuck knows? I think HDS really needs to do a little bit of soul searching. And um, really needs to to look into the mirror, and uh, maybe there's some closeted feelings that are you know that you're suppressing due to the way you were brought up. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're nice, Jim. What would you say? How does he, how does he handle this? Situation? Oh, I'd say narc that what motherfucker out. No, <laughs> go no, tell. No, I would say I. There's you would. I agree with some of the things Trev said, and then there's some other ways that I would I would handle it differently. I say I agree with you in saying do some soul searching and really examine 
how this could affect the people that are involved in this. And then that's where you got to figure out how you're going to proceed from there. Okay. Um, I think at the end of the day, if you're going to try and try and address this, you need to address this very carefully with your father. Um, and don't be, don't be defensive or accusatory, don't be judgmental. Don't be accusatory, yeah. but you need to sit down and have an open honest at least attempt to because you don't know how the father's going to react but attempt to have an honest conversation but before you do anything you really need to sit down and look at the ramifications of the actions you are looking at taking that's interesting this is what abby says dear holding if attitudes were less judgmental i'm sure many more lgbtq individuals would be more open about it because that's how she talks from your, no, I'm just kidding. From your description <laughs> of your father and the community you live in, he must be filled with disgust and self-hatred. Mm-hmm. It's not your job to assuage your brother's assuage, 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 right? Your brother's anger at the father who projected shame of his own sexual orientation onto his straight son. I do think you should have a conversation with your father about what you discovered, and the sooner the better. If your father has been doing more than sleeping next to your mother, she needs to be checked for STDs, just as she would if her husband were sleeping with other women. Give your father a deadline by which he has to come clean with her if she doesn't already know, or you will. Then follow through. So she was just like, give a deadline, bitch. (laughs) Put this guy on blast. See, that's dangerous. That is so dangerous, especially knowing the sort of world and environment we live yeah, in today. Abby, Abby's like a hundred years old too. Like, yeah, dude. Like, it. like uh, she's not alive anymore. It's her daughter that does it now. So change the fucking name. Cause it's not <laughs> Abby. I'm talking to. Well, this is old. This is old. These are older. 1982. No, no. <laughs> okay. Last then year. I understand her answer. <laughs> no, no, if it was in the eighties, they've been talking about AIDS and everything else. This is not, yeah. <laughs> well, she brought up the STDs. Maybe All that's right. where she was going. Yeah. You ready for the next one, Trev? I, hold on. Let, let's rate this. Oh, how, okay. how did, how did I go? I think I, I oh. who, who had the better advice want, here? <laughs> I think you could take uh, pieces of each of your advices. Yeah. You're like, so well, fucking yes. diplomatic. You make works. me sick. <laughs> <laughs> let's see about this one. I know you're going to love answering this one. You ready for this? Yeah. My son is a metalhead. What do I do? (laughs) Dear Trev, I'm having an issue with my longtime best friend. We no longer live in the same states, but we talk several times a week and try to visit every year. We both love crafting. And two years ago, I started making her a big, beautiful count cross counted cross stitch and had it cut. What the fuck? Beautiful counted cross stitch and had it custom framed. Okay. The project took several months, and she knew I was making it. She offered, I didn't ask, to make me a quilt from t-shirts that I had collected over the years from various places I had been. So I cut the logo graphics off the shirts and mailed them to her. She told me it would take her only a week to make the quilt. That was two years ago. It has been a year since I drove six hours each way to deliver my cross-stitch gift to her, and she still hasn't made the quilt. I have since moved even farther away. I miss home. I really want the quilt. I've asked her about it several times. The quilt would mean so much to me, especially now that I'm more than a thousand miles away, but she keeps making empty promises about finishing it. Meanwhile, she has found the time to create crochet and cross-stitch items for her extended family and remodel her kitchen. I'm so hurt about the whole thing that I'd like to ask her to return the t-shirt pieces to me. At least that way, I could hire someone to make me a quilt. Am I being unreasonable? 
This was titled Friend Hasn't Delivered Promised Craft Project, by the way. All right, Friend, yes. Waiting in the South. Friend, yes. This is signed Waiting in the South. Yes, you are being unreasonable. First of all, <laughs> you 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 did a you did an act of kindness by making a cross stitch, whatever the fuck that is. Uh huh. And now you're hanging it over her head. Be- but they offered. They I, said, "I'll do it. I'll do this for I you." I understand. Send me your stuff. I understand. But like, you you, you can't like, don't fucking. It sounds like you one one. Like you're trying to be holier than thou. Oh, I drove six hours each way to deliver this thing. Go fuck yourself. Yes. Like you don't give someone a gift and then fucking hold it over their head, you know, and expect a gift back. Like, how could you be so self-absorbed with yourself that you think that, like, oh, I drove six hours each way to deliver it? Who gives a shit? You didn't have to do that. You could have mailed it, bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like she was too cheap to pay the postage. Like what the fuck? Like and then like it's been you know you should have asked for him back. You should have asked for him back, and that's what you probably should do is be like, hey, can I just get those back? Like I'm gonna have someone else do it. It's fine, you know. But but don't don't approach it in that fucking negative headspace that you're in right now. Like like your friend doesn't owe you shit. They're your friend, your best friend. Or mm, or allegedly, yeah. it doesn't sound like you're yeah. you're a good friend because you're holding things over your <laughs> head. <laughs> so, um, friend, my advice to you: ask for them back, or drive the eight hours it is now to go get them if they mean that much to you. And uh, you know, hang on to those worldly possessions because what the fuck is friendship anyway to you? <laughs> Oh, nice. Jim, what do you say to that? Um, I agree with a lot of Trev said. Uh, count your fucking losses. Get over it. <laughs> Ask for them back. Because I'll be honest, I was kind of sort of put in a situation like that before once. Um, not that it was you sent, I you was... sent off your shirts to made, be made No, no. My dad retired from the military, and the one woman he worked with um, asked my mom for his medal. She was going to put it in a display case. Uh, <laughs> six years later, nobody would seen it, so... I was working at a restaurant, and she came in and said, hey, can I swing by and get the medals? And she goes, yeah, come on by and get them. <laughs> so ask for your fucking shirts back, count your losses, and be a fucking better friend. Also, like, mm. I miss home. Grow the fuck up. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Right, you moved away from home. Whose fucking fault is that, asshole? Yeah, how is T-shirts going to do anything to make you feel more at home? I moved away from my home 12 years ago. So did I. 12 years ago, and you know what? I'm fucking happy. So... I came back, though. Grow the fuck up. <laughs> friend, what Abby said. Friend, grow the fuck up. Yeah, be a better friend. Abby says, what you are considering is not only reasonable, but also rational. Abby's a twat. Oh, my God, bro. The next time you Abby's and your friend a fucking chat. Men- uh, what, what is it called? Uh, uh, what's those people who live and have, have, like, multiple wives and shit out in, like... Idaho, a polygamist? Or it's a no. They're they're like a they're like a religious. Sect the next time, yeah, Mormon. they're polygamists, dude. That's what they are. <laughs> like, yes, and it's it's not it's it's in uh, no. But I was looking for the Mormon word. That's what I was uh, looking for. Wyoming. Uh, ex- it says uh, the next time you and your friend chat, tell her you understand what a busy person she is. Explain that you would like her to find the time to return the fabric you sent, so you can make other arrangements to have the quilt made. 
smile when you say it so your tone will be warm and friendly. No, see, that just sounds condescending and being an asshole. That way, the friendship can continue if you wish. (laughs) Do it. I hope Abby's turning over in her grave over her daughter giving No, she's not. She's not. She's just warm. Oh, God. That's amazing, dude. Um, Let's do one more. This is great. See, I knew you'd be able to answer these better. All right. Let's see. Dear Abby, my husband is in another state with his elderly but still active mother. He went to help her get her house ready for sale so she can move near us. Before he left, he was having severe panic attacks. He kept telling me he is scared of losing me. He's been out of work for months and that he was going to need me while he was with her. Since he has been gone, he has barely called, rarely texts, and even suggested taking a break from me. This was after finding out I had to go to the ER and had been diagnosed with a debilitating autoimmune disorder. He's blaming me for having to ask his mother for money to cover our bills. This woman has been single for 30 years, worked full-time, and has essentially no real expenses. She spoils the heck out of him, her only child. She treats him like her partner or a 12-year-old boy. She dislikes that I'm at home taking care of my one-year-old grandchild and not working. One-year-old child, not grand. I have always contributed, but this is the choice my husband and I made together. I don't feel like he's concerned about any of his relatives here, and I certainly don't feel loved when he goes days without even checking in. When he's with her, he becomes a cold, bratty child. Any advice on what to say to him? Uncertain in Texas. All right. Well, your first mistake is you're in Texas. (laughs) Uncertain. He's ste- he's stepping out on you. He's either banging his mom <laughs> or he's banging his ex in his hometown. Like, yeah, you knew what he you- got there, and mom was like, "Hey, do you remember Becky up the street when you guys were growing up? She's, <laughs> she's single. She now. just got divorced. Yeah. You know, like like he's stepping out. What, what you know? He's out of pocket either way. Like it don't matter. Like he's out of pocket Straight because up, he said we need a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's a, you know you knew what you were getting into. I, with this kind of behavior, you saw this. You mm-hmm. you saw this. You saw how he was with his mother before you married him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just no way around that. And now you know. And now you now you got a one year old, and you're out of work, and you're sick, and this dude's blaming you. Like, <laughs> you know, you got you got you got to recognize like. Yeah, this guy's not he's no good. He's no good. But if you were if someone was to tell you this, you know, you'd be copping pleas for him. I know you would. Um, because, you know, that's the way they do it in the South, right? <laughs> you, you know, he's a you, look, you gotta get rid of him. Get kick him to the fuck kick rocks, dude. Tell him to kick rocks. You know? <laughs> and if you don't, then you deserve it. If you, so tell him to kick rocks. You don't ask him to come home right no, away. No, no, fuck off. Be like, no, I'm taking you for whatever thing you got or everything your mom's got, you know. <laughs> or you could play the you could play the long game, wait for her to croak, and then take everything. <laughs> you know, um, I think I think neither one of you having jobs is pretty shitty. Uh, you know, and 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 and, and if you want to look at it from that aspect, like the mom probably has a right to be all shitty if. You're both on out. Who who's paying the bills if you both aren't working? Not Texas. It is weird that she. It is weird that she said that the mom treats the son like a partner. Yeah, that's that's like I said. He's Ooh. either sleeping with her or it's just that weird <laughs> that weird mommy syndrome. Yeah. That mommy syndrome. Which take this. Listen, uncertain. Take this 
as don't don't raise your child this way. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Now don't go selling them for money because you don't you haven't been working. <laughs> but don't treat don't treat your kid the way you know your 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 soon to be ex husband's mom treats him. Um, but again, you can play the long like if you stay with him, you deserve this. Like this isn't like a an abusive relationship where you know you're you're there's Stockholm syndrome. This is like you mm. know she's an asshole. And he's you knew what you were getting, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you knew this walking into it, but you know I get it. You think you can change a man? You can't. Not with his mom's around, you know. So, uh, I say, do you go find some rich oil guy down there in Texas and 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 uh, and trap him? You know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say, Jim? Um, well. Pulling from is it salvageable? My, should she try to work and get her husband to see the right the, the error of his ways? So here's what I have to say. Together. Through personal experience, I have learned that there are two sides to every story. Okay, we're only getting one side here. That being said, I'm not saying she's in the wrong. I'm not. Saying are you she's victim right. blaming? No, I'm not victim <laughs> blaming. I'm just saying I know that there's always two sides to every story. Oh. I have learned that the hard. There's thing, actually okay? three sides. There's. There's, There's this is actually both very parties true. and then the truth and then the truth, <laughs> the truth yes. Um, so you got one of two options here, okay? Either you buck up and put the pants in the relationship on and sit down and have the conversation that needs to be had, or you count your losses, pack your bags, and hit the road. So attempt to try to fix it, get them to see the right. Why way would you want family together? Jesus I'm not Christ. because I said because there's three there's there's three sides to every story <laughs> because. You give the worst. This advice. is a decision this person needs to make. I can't make that decision because I don't know the ins and outs. I don't know the intricacies. I don't know the reality of the situation in your relationship. So you need to decide what do you, what's the best outcome for you? Do you pack your bags and go? Or do you sit down and you try and have that conversation first? Jim. That's my advice. Jim, may I interject? Yeah, absolutely. It's an advice column. You don't stay neutral. <laughs> I'm no, my advice is my advice is you One got two. You're like I don't you know the whole options. situation. Like, come on, dude. Like that, <laughs> they, they don't. They they give you one side because they want you to to give advice for that one side. Yeah. Yes, I understand that. This but is, my advice is you either buck up and put the pants on the relationship, and you have the conversation that needs to be had, or you pack your bags and buck up and leave. But don't keep it the same. Yeah, this is what Abby says. Dear uncertain. Tell your husband you need him home right now more than his mother needs him there. Jesus Christ. As things stand, your husband's fear of losing you could become a self-fulfilling prophecy. When his mother moves closer, the situation will not improve because he will become even more childlike. Unless the two of you have counseling, establish some boundaries and get your priorities straight, your marriage isn't likely going to last unless you're willing to accept the status quo. That was it? That's it. That's it. I like Trev's answer better. That was like He's the shortest out Dear Abby her. response. Dude's banging his mom. <laughs> just, that's fucked up, dude. It is itself. Oh, God. There you go. There's a little sampling of uh, Hardly Awesome Advice column. <laughs> you might have to bring great. me back for this if, if you get it. Hell yeah, dude. We're definitely going to have you back for this. This was a good time. All right, man. Let's. Uh, I think we're at the end of our show. What did we learn this week? Jim, what did you learn? Um... <laughs> don't go out in the woods when it's cold and feel naked and afraid because you'll get sick that's Alrighty what I then. learned 
What about you, Trev? You learned anything this week? I give better advice than Jim. (laughs) (laughs) And I learned that that is the truth. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to the Harley Awesome Podcast. Uh, Trev, thanks for filling in for Anthony. We have yes, no thank you, We thank really you. don't have a clue what the hell Anthony's doing. I hope he's like, okay. I don't know. He said I hope something. Amber didn't like sell him for, for food money well, or we something. Well, we know it was planned. We just don't know what the fuck it was. So I guess yeah. we'll hear all Ooh, about it next it. week. <laughs> That's going to be a long Anthony, what happened your way? Uh, nobody cares. Jim, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, make sure to head over to our Instagram. Out of the, uh, hard, I almost said out of the shadows. Hardly Ooh. awesome pod on Instagram and give us a follow. Um, I got a plug for you real quick. Um, do Trev and Chris a favor here, guys. Go to the uh, the Boston Music Awards website Ooh. and vote for the best podcast this year. The podcast Artist radio. Podcast. Yeah. Radio show. Music yes. podcast radio show. Yeah, Boston Music Awards, uh, the po- the Struggling Artist Podcast is up for nomination for uh, top music show or pod- podcast or radio show of the year. Um, you can go on, if you don't, you're not familiar with anybody else, mm-hmm. if you're not from mm-hmm. the New England area, you don't know anybody else on the ballot, you can just scroll straight to the bottom to where that, that uh, category is and vote for the Struggling Artist Podcast. Um, or... You know, you can reach out to us and we'll tell you who to vote for to help out as well. Um, yeah. Like Jeff. Is Jeff Busquea, is Jeff actually uh, listed on there? Yeah. For what? What is it for? Sound engineer? Uh, Was he? Because I went through it. I didn't see his name on either, there. Either that or stage manager. Oh, no nice. shit. Jeff I missed it. And then, and then whatever the, whatever, it's whatever, it's one of those two, but the opposite one is Franklin. Franklin's okay. on the other. Franklin Sipless and um, also Faces Brewing. Faces Brewing mm-hmm. is up for a venue as well. So there's a lot of cool things on there. If you're from the area, you'll know. Make sure to vote. Uh, but again, make sure to vote for the Struggling Artist Podcast. For Yeah, that'd be awesome if they brought the award home. Oh, yeah. So do that, listeners. Make sure to go. Boston Music Awards. Go vote for the Struggling Artist Podcast. Make sure to listen to the Struggling Artist Podcast if you haven't. Make mm-hmm. sure to hit up the Patreon. It's super cheap, bro, to get an, a, another show completely where it's just me and Trev shooting the shit. Like, yeah. It's like three bucks, I think, just to get that. A do- no, three nice. bucks gets them in to get the audio, right? It's a buck. So, is it a dollar? Oh, my God. We give it away for a dollar? We got to change so. that. Or and, um, Dude, the quality of show we're putting out. From one listener to another, go sign up for the, uh, the Struggling Artist Record Club. There you go. At com. <laughs> yeah, look at that. We're just a little fucking... We love Trev on this podcast. I don't even have yeah. to say anything. Yeah, it's cool. Trev, thanks for joining us. Yes, thanks, buddy. Uh, and listeners, we'll see you guys next week. I'm Chris. I'm Trev. And I'm Jim. And this has been the Hardly Awesome Podcast. Peace. Peace.